The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McCray, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Hello and welcome to the Players' Lounge, sponsored by Tostitos, the official chip and dip of the Dallas Cowboys. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, I'm Heckman Harrison. Yes, and uh, at the desk, as always, former safeties for the Dallas Cowboys, Danny McCray and Barry Church. And you know what? I always start these shows off the same way. I get in, I check on y'all mental. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to check on my own mental. I'm going to check on me, okay? Because <laughs> today is National Check on a Cowboy Fan Day. <laughs> if you know a Cowboy fan, check on them. Mm. All right. Y'all better call in and Apple check on Hick. Come, <laughs> yeah. come, come get me. Send him a tweet. <laughs> Let him know you Let support him, okay? Come get me. Man. Come get me, Man. okay? Because uh, I, I humiliated. Mm. Humiliated is the word. Oh, the text there says so. We we got all the text. Mm. Humiliated. Um, <laughs> embarrassed. Mm. Uh, I'm shocked. Mm. You know, and for all the Nostradamuses out there in the world that said that the San Francisco 49ers were going to win the game, I don't think there's no way you could have predicted 42 to 10. No way you could have predicted that this team defensively <clears throat> would have got manhandled the way that they did. And so, wait a minute, checking on me I'm still. Say, hold still on, checking on me. Man. Still checking on me hold still. On, still. Wait on, because I, I know you're ready. No. America, he ready. No, no, no. I just want to make sure you know. I was, I was saying, we on the same page. <laughs> yeah, we're we'll sure we on the same page, page man. Hey, listen, this is, this is humbling. This is one of them. You know, if you was here, they brought you all the way down to here, mm-hmm. all right? And now it's like, oh, I know who you are now. Mm-hmm. We can't we can't go back on this. Can't sugarcoat it. Can't sugarcoat mm-hmm. it. I see what happened. And the whole question was leading into all week. What was the question we were asking? Can you match physicality? Will you be able to match up with a team that you know is physical? No. No. That's <clears> no, you can't. No, so, not at all, brother. So that's how I'm dealing mm. emotionally. So I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna get mine up. I'm gonna shut up and let y'all do y'all thing. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna hey, let her go ahead. Go ahead, dog. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, nope. nope. I'm gonna shut up. And I'm, and I'm gonna ask y'all about your immediate reactions during and after the game. Danny, I'm gonna start with you. Listen. There was somebody on this show that said that we were going to give up 33 points <laughs> last night. You did? Okay. The over. You and, took the and, over. And this, is, and, this is a, and this is a person who, like, I believe in Dan Quinn's ability mm. to call plays on defense. Yeah. But what I do know about this team is last for the last two years, we have not been able to stop the run. We have been out physical on the offensive and defensive lines. If we talking about defense, just the defensive line. Right. We went out and drafted Mozzie Smith in the first round. Have, have we said anything no white positive tees. about it to say, like, okay, now we've got to solidify because of the first round pick that we went to go get? No, that ain't it. So, so we ain't, ain't changed it. nothing. Mm-mm. So you already know when you have a team like the San Francisco 49ers with Philly. Shanahan calling the plays mm. where there's misdirection on the offensive line, I mean with the uh, offensive running schemes, where they're going to trick you, get you out of your gaps and make your eyes go all over the place and you not know where, where the running game is coming through, mm-hmm. you know <laughs> if you ain't got your running game right that you're going to be in for a long day. Right. All right? So 
I had already assumed that, that we were going to come in, we're going to give up some yards, but I thought that we would get a turnover here or there, and we may be able to then score some points off of that. So we give up some points, but then we also get some back. We didn't do that. Mm -hmm. We didn't do it. They had us on our heels the entire night. And it started with the inside three technique Mm -hmm. and one technique. They tried to play two gap. They tried to play A gap, B gap. They tried to play all the gaps. And I'm telling you this. If you watch the tape, man, San Francisco said we're going to double team these dudes and then we're going to get up onto the second level. And that's how we're going to make our bones to today. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about they were moving our defensive line with Absolutely. them double teams all over the dang place. I'm all every time, double team all over the place. Gap here, gap there, wall there. And we just couldn't stop it, man. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought we were going to give up a lot. The offense is where, where I was more. I was more. I was like, man, well, I, I don't understand. That was, well, your, that, was your, that was your overall. What's your what was your I, overall? I understand uh, it. Yeah, we're gonna break down this game. All right, we're gonna get into it. Well, man. We're gonna get, we got a lot to get into. Let's, let's go ahead and get into this, man. Defensively, that that was you know you guys hit on everything when you talk about you know being humbled, getting punched in the mouth. But it was more than that, man. You know, it was more. This is the third time they got punched in the mouth, and this time it was a knockout blow. Like I don't know how you gonna come up from this. How how this team has literally come into your house, you went into their house. And they stole on you three straight times. And they didn't get any resistance defensively. No. When you look at it, we talked about this on, I think it was Thursday or Wednesday, hitting them with the eight-man box, shutting down McCaffrey. Yeah. They loaded the box up, and they were still able to crease them. And then they offered a run. They let Purdy go out there and dissect them. And I'm looking Purdy's the real deal. Like, I thought for a second, okay, you know, he might be a bus driver. I know Shanahan's system is amazing. They make all these guys look good. But when you watch some of these throws – he was hitting guys over Van Der Esch. Over yeah. Van Der Esch. The man was coming out of his break. He's looking up the balls right there. I mean, the guy was picking apart this defense, and Dan Quinn had no answer for it. I mean, let's just call it what it is. He had no answer for it. He tried to blitz. They was picking him up. And if they didn't pick it up, Brock Purdy was getting it out of his arms fast enough. So, to me, defensively, they got hit in the mouth, and for all words, I mean, they, they got punked. They got punked. I mean, if you saw it, it should have been even worse than that. If oh, McCaffrey didn't oh, get hit with a oh. with a with a fumble on the one yard yeah. line, well, that was a heck of a play by Jordan yeah, Lewis, good. by the way. Yeah. If he doesn't do that, they marching it up again. Yeah. So to me, they didn't stop McCaffrey. They had no answer for Ayuk out there. It, it was it was a, it was a bad performance. Now it's only one game, and you know they got some more defensively to go. It's only one game, but that was an embarrassing performance defensively. Now offensively, I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> I don't want to hear. No, I, I told y'all, give it time. Give it you time. You about to hear it all show. I don't want to go. Give it time. I tried to tell you. After the first week, y'all was like, oh, he's in the lab. Second week, oh, he's in the lab again. I'm telling y'all, this, that's not what it is. It's not what it is. And what happens when he gets tested? I'm talking about Mike McCarthy right now. What happens when the man gets tested? When that defense is bend but don't break type style, where they're not getting these takeaways, can he produce something offensively to get the job done? And what does Newey love to say? Time, proof, and consistency. And that's what has been shown. All right, when it comes to those big moments, those big times, when you're as an offensive coordinator and a quarterback supposed to go out there tandem and make things get things done, it hasn't shown up in the biggest of times. I'm glad you put the quarterback in. There. Oh yeah, right now, because right now you sounded like you're about to go all on Big Mike, the dude who was getting into the oh, red I'm, zone I'm the most in the league. I'm getting ready no, to get that's what I said. Most oh, yeah. in the league. They we coming next. And they it was, next. Uh, yeah, but no, you okay? But I, when I, you get to the red zone, mm-hmm. you you you're right. In between the twenties, he's moving great. But what you going to do in the red zone, man? This, as a team, and I could be mistaken, defensively and special teams combined has more touchdowns than the offense. 
I mean, this is this is unbelievable right now. And then when you get to the red zone, you can't punch it in. And we talked about it last week. If you go in there hitting field goals, you ain't going to get the job done against the 49ers because they're going to move the football. So once again, the test has come to this team offensively. What are we going to do? And they failed. Arizona, the test came to them. They failed interceptions. The test came to them this week. Three turnovers? <laughs> three interceptions. And they was bad. Three, that was bad. They was bad picks. Like, they was bad. The one to my guy, Tayshawn Gibson, shout out, played with him in Jacksonville. Right here, Dallas is on. Right over, right over. Like, he was the receiver. I'm saying that those were bad interceptions, and it comes down to decision making. And that's where, in my opinion, at least, he hasn't grown yet. Like, he hasn't grown in that decision making process. You can't compound decisions out there. If you're about to get set, just take this out or throw it away. We've, we've been talking about this for two, three years now. I mean, the growth has got to be there. They, they they kicked out the one guy who they thought it was his problem. They thought, oh, man, he's the reason that's holding this offense back. Hey, you know who I'm talking about, my boy out west. They kicked him out of the lineup, said, you know what, he was the issue. Who's, who, what's the problem now? Speaking about speaking of who's in his bag, uh, Barry Church is coming here. <laughs> he, he, he in his bag. You think he's right today. No, nah, he does. He right. He, <laughs> he's not, nah, they go, y'all just say I don't that. agree. No, no, no. Y'all nah, just let me, let, me, let me say this because we've got to give credit where credit is due. If you love football. What Kyle Shanahan put on yesterday? Oh, display. That was beautiful football. Oh, and their defense. Uh, both sides, but uh, I'm saying, yeah, but I'm but saying, as far as as far as offensively, we watched enough, enough tape on Brock Purdy to see that he was in the shotgun a lot of the season, a lot of the first couple of games. Man, they went. He went under the under the center. They went eye formation, boy, and that looked like Raffman and Craig back in the day. <laughs> I mean, Uschek and McCaffrey, and McCaffrey is not a in between the tackles, run your run up in there, run up in there, run it. But they even with those 59 yards that he had, it was a lot of we gonna play smash mouth football and even though the number one thing hey can we get can we get stop the run we're gonna load up to stop the run they still were productive in in the run okay there i mean just the numbers don't lie 25 uh, first downs to eight first downs all right let's just go to the the overall 421 yards total 251 yards passing what's that time of possession talking about 170 yards rushing Time of possession, 37 minutes. They beat him at their own game. They, the, <laughs> that's what it was. And, and, and I'm telling you, like, Sh- Sh- I'm, Shanahan called off the dogs. He called off the dogs because this one could have got up. This one really could have gotten ugly. Just the physical brand that they played with, that, that really was – it wasn't shocking to me. It was shocking that the Cowboys couldn't match it. I'm seeing my defense, defensive line up front. I'm, you guys seeing the same mm-hmm. thing? These guys are ten, five, ten yards off the ball. Double teams, man. Whatever. And, and here's the other thing for me was on first down, them running on first down. Dog, they picking up five yards on first down. Mm-hmm. And n- now that one time did Dan Quinn sell out to stop the run on first downs. What, 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 he never made an adjustment. Period mm. to to what Shanahan was serving him. So I'm asking y'all after y'all if y'all after y'all looked at it, and it was a lot of bad tape to look at on both sides. But was there anything that you like put your finger on and said, "Oh, they'll never win if they continue to do that"? Yeah, if you if you don't stop the run, they literally watched the tape over the last two years and they said, "This is what we're going to do to everything that Dan Quinn does." We talked about it earlier in the season uh, mm-hmm. when they said, "Hey man, when you run these stunts." 
okay? When you're stunning, spiking into the B gap, spiking into the A gap, if guys are not resetting the line of scrimmage and they just throwing their shoulder in there and getting washed down, it's making it almost impossible for these linebackers to play fast because yeah. they running into defensive linemen now at this point. Yep. And if you turn on the tape, you'll see it over and over again. Spike down, and then you run it into 33, you run it into 55, and they can't get over the top, and that's a five or six yard, and then a 20 yard, whatever. If you don't get your defensive linemen, your three, your two interior defensive linemen, to figure out how to hold point on the double team, you're not going to win. Well, not against ask, the not, not against the teams that know well, how to run the football. Well, let me ask a better question then. Was Dan Quinn's scheme exposed in any way then? No, it's, it's the same weakness that we've had. I don't, I don't think the scheme was exposed. I think we we haven't really shored up the weaknesses that we've had over the last two seasons. Like I said, they thought they did it when, you know, another year in the scheme with right. the defensive line that you already have, plus you go get a first-rounder in Mozzie Smith, and you say, okay, this is what we're going to do to make sure we shore this up. But he ain't showed up. I watched him again last Ain't showed nothing positive about what he did last night. I saw a lot of negatives on the defensive line, and he was a part of it. So, yeah, you the scheme is always going to be exposed if you don't figure out how to do stop what the other team does best, and that's the run. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you, they, they had a plan for Parsons. They had no. a plan out there for sure. I mean, you see some of them runs where they were kind of letting him get through to make seem seem like he got penetration, and then all of a sudden you see him a wham back, a wham block come and just, and just right. knock him down. Like, it, was, it, was, it was a wild plan in there. But I want to talk about offensively. When y'all looked at it, to your opinion, was Dak holding the ball too long on a lot of those sacks, or was just just the just the offensive line just just getting whooped up front? Nah, the receivers wasn't open. The receiver, he he, like I don't know if it's just elementary type of route concepts that were getting run out there, or if San Francisco is just that good yeah, right. in being in knowing route concepts and taking mm-hmm. stuff away. But they were taking everything away. Yeah. But we were running a lot of three-step slant, that Texas yeah, Coast offense, three-step slant, out routes where it wasn't really confusing. And, like, the thing that – like, I have not been able to figure this out with Kellen or with Mike McCarthy of, like, okay, you got Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Can't figure out a way to get the man the ball. Some, for some reason, right? Mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks has been a thousand yard receiver on every team that he's played with. That's facts. He comes here, we can't figure out how to get him the ball. <laughs> okay, okay. CeeDee Lamb's our number one receiver, right? Right. Justin Jefferson's the number one receiver. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, all these guys are number one Chase. receivers. Do, do you find a way to get them the ball? Yeah. So I don't want to hear, okay, he's double team. We got to look away. No, you got to find a way to get creative to get this man the ball. Yeah. Okay. And we, and we haven't, and that's Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy have not been able to that's do that. They, they ain't been able to do it. So if I'm, if I'm a, a, a free agent wide receiver right now and I got an opportunity to go to Dallas, Right, because I want to get a mm-hmm. one-year deal and prove it. I'm not coming here. <laughs> yeah, Why would I enough. come here? <laughs> they shipping guys out. They shipped the Mario Cooper out at the trade for him. <laughs> you brought Brandon Cooks here, give up whatever you gave up for him. Now he's here. You can't, can't CD Lamb trying to get paid. <laughs> you can't. Body language. It don't make like that. It, it, like that is perplexing to me that we can't figure out a way to get these type of playmakers the ball. And we're gonna and, and we're gonna talk about that 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 body language too because mm. it's 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 a lot it's a lot coming that that mm. needs to be uh, talked about. But I, but I really think you're you're hitting on something offensively that I, I just think people the, the average. Average person watching the football, they don't care about 12, 11, 24. Mm. They, they, don't, they don't care to understand it. You can say it all you want to, but are you completing the passes? Are you getting it done? Is your offense looking efficient? 
it ain't looking efficient. Mm-hmm. It's something you've been talking about from the beginning is the offensive line that finally played together after two years, but they finally got back <laughs> together and it looked like a little bit more of the same. That's a stupid stat, too, by the way. That is Because dude wasn't even here. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> so, right, yeah, so yeah. they were saying that shit all Press, Dak Prescott, according to the stats, sacked three times, pressure 13. <laughs> for any quarterback, for real, I mean, and he is taking the brunt of the criticism today. <laughs> you get hit like that, and and I'm hoping y'all go where y'all need to go with this, but you're getting hit like this as, as a quarterback. Do you have any other quarterbacks around the league that say, hey, this guy get hit just like that? And look at how he performed. Joe Burrow. Oh, I, I, mean, <laughs> I walked him right into Joe Burrow. I walked, Joe. I walked him right into I mean, I mean uh, CJ Stroud out of Houston. Yeah. yeah. He getting demolished too. And he, he getting the job done. But the difference is, you don't got to put up these crazy godly numbers. Just don't turn the ball over. Like that, that's what it comes that's down to. I mean, we, like we love to see him put up these, you know, great numbers. Have you know, three hundred some yards, three touchdowns, all that good stuff. But with a, you know, defense that it took a hit last night, but I still believe they're a top ten defense. With some, with a team like that, you you got to be able to take care of the football just to give your team a chance. And let and, and dispel this, okay? You watched it. You saw it last night. Them interceptions did not come under pressure. No. <laughs> no. So, so, so no. pressure 50, he, he stepped back, three-step drop on that long. They lined up in 12 personnel, mm-hmm. max protect. They C.D. Lamb ran an out, <laughs> and, and Cooks ran a go, or was a get whoever it was, and they, he threw it directly to the – I'm talking about he caught it over his shoulder. Yeah, it was meant for him. You remember how we used to do cards? Back in the day, how you know they, in the cars when you talk about oh, yeah. the scout room yeah. and all that, you were out there, you're going against the scout offense, they would huddle up the scout offense, you would have a card up there, and mm-hmm. everybody would, you know, see what the route is. They right. would see what the play actually is. Man, it looked like they knew everything. <laughs> I mean, you, no separation at all. And, and Gallup's starting to worry me a little bit. When we talk about Michael Gallup, he, he's starting to worry me. There's, there's just no separation there. Oh it's just not, it's just not slam <laughs> and 50 50 balls. And it's more like a, you know, 30 70. So it's like, I, mm. like it's I starting said, to worry me right now. It's today is, is, is check on the Cowboy fan today. <laughs> t- today, All right. You got a Cowboy fan, you know, a friend. If it's yourself, hug yourself. All right. Because we, look, we got about 30 more minutes of this, man. I'm, I'm trying to help. I, I'm doing everything that I possibly can to help. But when we come back, we're going to talk about my favorite subject, man. And that's the bazooka. But boy, mm-hmm. it's not looking very bazooka ish right mm-hmm. now. What a blessing. What a blessing. Coming up next <laughs> on the Players Lounge. <laughs> I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of you and everyone else absolutely loving new smoothie bowls from Smoothie King. And woo, me too. These smoothie bowls start with acai and pitaya and are handcrafted with fresh toppings like sliced bananas, sweet berries, crunchy purely Elizabeth granola, and a savory peanut butter drizzle. New smoothie bowls, only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. 
The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash hugoboss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. We got big personalities. We got big hair, big belt buckles. We got fans all across this big state and enemies in every other one. We even got a big star on the 50-yard line. Smirnoff knows football is a wee thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks home or away, we rally together. We cry together, and we always rally cry together because, most of all, we got big love for them boys. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. Check out the latest and greatest addition to tours at AT&T Stadium and at the Star in Frisco. Meet Jerry Jones, an interactive experience. Get a peek behind the curtain and into the fascinating life of Jerry Jones with a focus on innovative fan experience in partnership with AT&T. This interactive technology gives tour goers the opportunity to ask Mr. Jones a variety of questions. For more information and to book your tour, visit DallasCowboys.com tours. Back here at the Taj Mahal of football in Frisco, the star, home of the Dallas Cowboys. It's a hard Monday mm-hmm. to be dealing with these two. And uh, <laughs> they got nothing but facts and stats, man. Who you, wait, no, let's, uh, who'd you pick to win and what was the score? I picked uh, the Dallas Cowboys to mm-hmm. win. And I hated when you asked me rhetorical questions because you've been asking me the same question. <laughs> you walked me into the Joe Burrow why question. Does he, why does he keep asking me? I want to know. Seven, uh, 17 to 10. You said 10 mm-hmm. points because we all laughed points. at you when you said they was going to hold him to 10. And you yeah. was like, watch. Watch. Why? They had man. 10. I had, <laughs> said the chat was re- going to be bumping. So I, <laughs> no, I, I, used the, I used the word bludgeon. That was That's the word I used. No. Bludgeon. I used the word bludgeon. He said 10. 10. Said, and you know what? Man, Time man. proof and consistency. <laughs> Let me get Hey, I got to do Hey, I got to do it. You got to hit it with the newism. <laughs> watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Because we talked about this too. This is a side note. Competition that the Cowboys have played and why you should not be fooled based on the New York Giants, the New York Jets, and the New England Patriots. Who got shut out by the Saints, oh, by the way. Man, that was yeah. ugly. <laughs> right, no, so so all of a sudden your defense defensive performance doesn't look as good as if yeah when yeah, when yeah. this team is just that team they, yeah. they going out there and get shut out you know repeatedly and they look like garbage it just this. there is no way <laughs> you could have told me that the San Francisco 49ers was going to put up 42 points on this defense. There's no way. Even from the playoff performance from last year, even from what the San Francisco 49ers have done in four games prior to this one, you could not have told 42 points that they would have got out-physicaled at the line of scrimmage. I mean, like, 170 rushing yards, yeah, I would have gave you that. But just – that plus getting beat down at the lot? Nah, man. I, I, I can't. I, I'm not on your side with that one. No, nah, I understand. No, no, I wasn't expecting you to. And, and the thing, no, I'm seriously. No, I, I, I understand because as I'm sitting back here watching this, I'm like, oh, I, oh. I've been fooled. I've been hoodwinked, bamboozled. <laughs> this is this. I mean, that was that was ugly. But get into my guy, the bazooka, mm. number eleven, mm. and. San Francisco, Kyle Shanahan came in with a game plan for Michael Parsons that I think everybody is going to start to try and mimic or try and copy because it's a copycat league. You already know it. But, guys, this in this game literally was one where you had to ask yourself, was Micah even out there? Mm. 
It, it was a little, like you just said, man, Kyle Shanahan, he, it was a masterpiece. It was virtuoso, whatever you want to call it, because he saw what basically we was talking about earlier in the week with the stunts and getting early penetration from the defensive line. That's what that's what how they eat when they're going after the pass and they or, or to the, when they're going after the quarterback. That's how they eat. They penetrate fast and they get in there. What Kyle Shanahan was doing was basically saying, let's just wash all that down. They're going to keep trying to come up field, but as long as we push them and wash them down as they're coming up field, we can cut right off of that. Uh, let me interrupt you and ask you this. If you're coming up against a team that you know is going to run the ball against you, why are you trying to get up the field? Like, what? What is? Aren't you doing that because sacks. you're you're trying? But sacks from who? They ain't, they ain't not throwing the ball. They, well, everybody wasn't trying to get up the field. Your guy was he, he is he's habitual. Let me rush the passer type of guy, and that's not saying that he we doesn't want to play. Nothing from Arizona. Arizona didn't teach us nothing. Nah, but I mean that. But that like that's what he does though. Yeah, that's what like, you can't special. just go out there yeah, like and, and change what he does because a lot of times he is able to get underneath that block and then you know what I'm saying. Stop him in the backfield. He did it a couple times in yeah. this game as well. Mm -hmm. But then on a consistent basis, they say, oh, we're going to take those couple. But we know a lot of times that is going to affect not only him, but other people. <laughs> because not, you know, as a, uh, as, a, as a safety or linebacker, that when you have a stunt in front of you, it makes it that much more difficult for you to then read what's going on, yeah. especially with an offense like Shanahan's where right. they're pulling, they're running counters and stuff. You're like, oh, Spent. Anthony Spencer used to do it. He used yeah. to say, all right, I don't know where he going. I got to play off of him. Yeah. But when you have a team like that, it's hard for you if you not sound like gap sound in your, uh, in your defense. And they expose us. They exposed the fact that, hey, man, and I don't even think it was specific to Michael Parsons, uh, mm -hmm. the, the scheme that uh, Shanahan was running. He always runs uh, traps and counters yeah. and bring the tight end back to this side. He'll, as a linebacker, he, he'll let you see pull, get over the top, and then they have another uh, reverse coming this way, and now you're all out of position. It was all over the place, bro. It was all over the film. So you're <laughs> saying that they didn't even scheme for for number 11. You're saying that they just basically went out there and said, we're going to play our game, and, and, and regardless of where he lines up, we're not going to do anything special yeah. to his side. He's a pass rusher. They're a running team. They <laughs> ran right at him. him. They were like, look, we're going to run at you. Yeah. We're going to force you to play ball, and we're going to lean on you with this weight. And that's exactly what they did. If you saw it, when he was dealing with those combo blocks, whether it's a guard tackle or a tackle tight end, they're getting there, and he's trying to having to fight and try to split that or having to contain <laughs> that. And after a while, it just warmed down. You saw it by the yeah. third and fourth quarter. Man, them holes was humongous, and them cats wasn't getting touched until they got five or six yards down the field. It's just, man, you got to counterpunch that. And in, in this game, you know, Dan Quinn wasn't able to come up with a counter. They were getting shoulder padded all game. That's it. They <laughs> was, was like, hold on, wait, again? Yep. Boom. Lean <laughs> Every on. Step. But, but you're looking at I mean, guys, put, come on, man. Put on your defensive coordinator hat right now. Y'all been in that room too many times, seen too many schemes be put together. If you have a player like Michael Parsons, why in the why would you put him on the same side as Trent? What were you going to learn from that experience? Yeah, I wouldn't have did that one. I wouldn't have did I mean, that's just – they're going to wash each other out at best. So, I the, – we got to be weaker matchups. Yeah, they, they, listen, I, and they tried. Like, you even saw D-Law go over there. Yeah. Like, he was trying to follow Kittle, and they were trying to, you know, maximize whatever uh, advantage they thought they had on certain players. We just didn't have an advantage. Trent Williams is the best left tackle in the National Football League and has been that way for the last few years. Yeah, right? yeah. So, no matter who you put over there, he well, like, he's yeah, likely going – but they didn't even – they didn't even use Micah that way, bro. He was there. He would bump Micah, 
off of the double team, mm-hmm. and they would run Mozzie or Hankins, whoever it was, off the line of scrimmage, and then they would just run right right around there with Dono, whoever the safety was, and it would just be open every time. And like I said, it wasn't it wasn't specific to Micah. They said, man, we're going to double team these two, and we're going to run off of that. I Traps got, and, uh, and misdirection. I got three 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 guys that I want to ask y'all about. Just, I mean, you, you tell me what you thought about that, man. <laughs> Marquise Bell, number 14. Uh, J. Ron Kirst. Okay, and Donovan Wilson, those three. Safety. No, look, I'm a look. I'm fourteen. Bell, man, the young guy. He he was put in a tough spot. You talking about moving from safety to linebacker against arguably the best run scheme there is in the National Football League. It, it's tough. It's tough because when you look at it, the only guy that I've ever seen kind of master that running scheme and kind of know how to pre- to prevent it was Sean Lee, and he was yeah. one of the you know he had one of the most the one of the best IQs when it comes to football that I've seen. So when you ask a young player to do just that, be able to go down on that second level and diagnose all those pulling guards and all that eye candy to try to distract you, it's going to be tough. And every time they seen him in a game, they ran straight at like they circled him. Like it was just I mean, which you know that's what that killer instinct does in the coach. He said, "Look, we oh, this is how we going to gash him. We going to go straight at him." So. That was just another coaching, you know, mistake I believe when it came to Dan Quinn. Like if you saw he was getting put out the gym. You got, you got to get some beef in there, something to uh, clog up those lanes. But man, Jay Ron Curtis. Oh, oh man. Hey, you, you got hey. that. One, you got that. One, this man. was probably his worst performance uh, that I've seen. I mean, starting with the Kelvin Joseph penalty, where you line up all sides. <laughs> um, how does how does how does Buzz like we catch it straight? We're, I was just because <laughs> that, 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 it was literally the same formation. Yeah. <laughs> so was like, that was third down, right? That was yes, a huge third down. down. Huge third down. Got him first right? down. Then almost got a taunt, taunting penalty he if it wasn't it. for Dono. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Um, they, they, that was you a know, bad penalty too. He was out of position a lot. He was out of position a lot. Um, it was it was very unlike what I've seen out of J. Ron Curse. Um, so it, it was very confusing to see him one make those penalties and those errors because he's a he's a leader on the defense. Had the green green dot green on his helmet, hyping um, him up pregame. He was hyping yeah, him so up, you, getting him ready. Like you, you're a little confused on like what <laughs> on what was happening there. Uh, <laughs> yo, this dude, man. Let's go, he, <laughs> yo, this dude, this guy. <laughs> hey, he is. I swear to God, man. <laughs> He is Bottom line, he, he didn't play well. Uh, did, so you, did you say Dono too? Yeah. Because because listen, he he is an enforcer. Um, he finds himself out of position a lot, and mm. Kittle gave him everything he wanted uh, on that mm, touchdown. Mm, that boy, uh, he did, oh, and you, usually when that happens, it's like he's looking in the backfield. He wasn't looking in the backfield; he had his eyes on Kittle the whole time. Right, went up. for the went for the seven. He came back on the post wide open. Like I said, in the in the in the in the run game. He's coming down, and usually he's lined up to where the X receiver is, where he knows he's going to get cracked because San Francisco, they like to run those mm-hmm. tight formations. And it's like, okay, you know. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. coming. And literally, after the ball snap, he act like he had no idea that that receiver was right there and, and get washed, washed all the way oh, down man. into Damone Clark, into uh, Leighton Vanderish, and wrecks the whole defense. Yeah. Wrecks the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It happens repeatedly, and it's been happening for weeks and since he opened, he's been back. Opened up a huge hole, bro. I'm like, bro, you gotta, you gotta know. You lined up right there. All right, the deep route ain't yours. Play with your hands. Set the set the edge right there. That way, you know what I'm saying. You don't have that big old gap. So, man, the hooker <laughs> had some plays too. No, it's it's, 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 a, it's a rough it's, outing. No, it's, it's a, a lot. Was, it's a lot of blame to go around. But before we go, I, I have to get you guys' thoughts on number eighty eight. 
uh, CD Lamb. It's this is it's beginning to bubble with him and the frustration, the balls that he's not getting, the offense. He, you guys have seen some different things. You've seen the, the wide receivers not get open. He was double teamed for a lot of the game. They they eliminated him on a they lot did. of routes. But just that you guys in a dogfight, and here you have what is supposed to be your number one wide receiver. On the sideline, being a malcontent. What's, what's your thought? On that? I mean, the guys—he's he's frustrated. I mean, and you can see it. I mean, even on the routes, when he's just not getting the ball and he feels like he's open, here comes the body language again. And that's right. what we talked about the last couple of years when it comes to CD. Amazing talent, amazing talent. And he has taken that number one receiver role, and he's kind of ran with it. I mean, before this game, he, he was doing his thing a little bit, but you just see the frustration building up in it. And from what we've seen on on tape and from you know the sidelines. When he was in the game, he was standing about 10, 15 yards away from the rest of the squad. Now, I don't want to look too much into it, but when you look at that. I mean, you don't have to look into it. It's telling you everything you want to know, BC. Like, what's going on? You're supposed to be one of the leaders on this team, and when things aren't going your way, this is is how you react to it? That's not what you want to see out of your number one receiver, but he's frustrated. He's not getting the ball, and I don't even think that game did even get a lot of opportunities to try to 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 get the ball. I mean, it's tough. Consistently. Since Amari Cooper's been here, they found a way to throw away from the number one wide receiver. They allowed the opposing team's defense to take away their number one consistently. Mm-hmm. And it, sometimes it's not even a true double team. They run in zone, and the linebacker may be underneath. underneath yeah, like, yeah. It's not even a true, like, hey, we, we are really going to uh, focus on taking CeeDee Lamb away. It's because, one, they know the route concepts. Mm-hmm. Two, they know how quickly you then are going to get off of your number one look. Yeah. I.e., look at Jamar Chase last week. What did he say? I'm always effing over. I'm always over. Mm-hmm. How many touchdowns he had this week? I think three. Three. Yeah. If C.D. Lamb don't get those type of targets this week, we have a, we have a true problem because yeah. across the league, everybody is able to get their number one receiver the ball. And, yeah, and not just on bubble screens. I'm yeah, talking about they draw up draw up stuff, especially when you have multiple weapons. We have C.D. Lamb, Gallup, and Cooks. You got to find a way to get get those guys open. It's crazy because C.D. Lamb wasn't in the game on that Turpin play. Right. Now, I think that was his route. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that was his play. He wasn't in the game. It was mm-hmm. it was Turpin, uh, Gallup, and and Cooks. I believe mm-hmm. Turpin or uh, motions across to be the number two in the bunch and runs that route, which is the slot route. Yeah, and he's not in the game. So, so I'm assuming that that was his route. Yeah. And, you know, hey, maybe hey, he might be salty about that. Y'all yeah, gonna call this when I'm out. That's but but, but we had the conversation though. We said, okay, yeah. CD Lamb over under 1,300 yards, over under this many catches. Yeah, At this rate, Dang. I seen a tweet. They said a lot of these guys are on pace for they, uh, the worst year that they've had statistically, statistically. I've seen in that. their so, careers. Yeah. It's and this good. is this what happened when you come here and play because Dak, I don't know what's who you wildin', bro. Hey, so today is National Check on the Dallas Cowboy Fan Day. Mm. <laughs> Check on your Dallas Cowboy fan friends. Cause this is uh this is one of those uh Mondays, boy. That this this one's hard to swallow. But we're gonna we have to address it. We have to address it. We have to address uh Dak Prescott. That's what we're gonna talk about next on the Players Lounge. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. 
I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash hugoboss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. We got big personalities. We got big hair, big belt buckles. We got fans all across this big state and enemies in every other one. We even got a big star on the 50-yard line. Smirnoff knows football is a wee thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks home or away, we rally together. We cry together. And we always rally cry together because, most of all, we got big love for them boys. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. Back to the Players' Lounge. Dallas Cowboy, Dallas Cowboy Game Time powered by Lenovo, the official gaming platform and community of the Dallas Cowboys. Sign up now to compete in Madden 24 for a chance to win two tickets and a VIP experience to a 2023 Dallas Cowboy home game. Qualifiers begin on October the 6th and run through the 13th. Learn more and register at DallasCowboysGameTime.com. Hey. Back here on the Players' Lounge, my man mm. Danny McCray, my homeboy Barry Church. What's happening? They ain't made it easy. So every time mm. we go to break, it's, it's something, it's something else, yeah. you know. But we're going to get into the subject that we need to talk about, Let's and that's it, one man. Dak Prescott. It's the lounge. Before we left on Friday, you were you were uh, handling business. With I, your, I heard it was some foolishness going it was, on. It was. Oh, a lot of foolishness. No, it's, it's it was a, foolish. a lot of foolishness, it was foolishness. going on. It was a lot of foolishness. Wait I can't wait till tomorrow. tomorrow. No, no, no. I can't wait till tomorrow. <laughs> it, was it, was, it, was, it was. It was. And I participated in a lot of it. Oh, but, yeah. But I'm going to say this. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I tried you to know what, uh, wait till Tuesday when you know Dewey Scrubs get back in the thing. I got to get you on tape too. Man. No, I would. I would. Uh, Ain't got me anyway. on tape. So basically, <laughs> say they did. So basically, <laughs> one of the things that I was pointing to was that look, you couldn't play conservative. You had to take your shots when you, when they were there. You had <laughs> no, to take your shots. Yeah, did, did I said it. I said it. He took them. <laughs> <laughs> And they, they landed out of bounds. He might have hit a cheerleader. Right. You know, but it did not happen the way you envisioned it to happen when when I say take some shots. <laughs> Dak right now, man, is not looking good in the media or anywhere else. Last night was, was a bad performance, yeah. one of his worst losses as a starter in his career. Danny, you have been a Dak supporter. I, I would say you, you're critical, not as critical as other people. Mm-hmm. You know, that is a some other people. But for you, when you look at Dak's performance last night, man, what did you come away with it? And in the long run, are you saying, man, is he the guy for you to have uh, a couple, what, 10, 15 more million? 50, 55 at least. Added on to his salary uh, for the future. No, I think think, um, it's two things. Um, And I'll say this. 
I think something's going on with the offensive play calling to where it was not creative enough. We are consistently running this Texas Coast offense. Um, but these teams are able to sit on all these routes. They're short routes. So when you get linebackers like Fred Warner out there who knows, hey, man, this is where I need to be at, and he's taking away multiple routes at a time, taking away a slant, taking away a mesh all on the same play, and then going to then sack your quarterback mm. all in the same play, then something ain't right. So it needs to get a little bit more creative. Um, but then those interceptions that were thrown were not under pressure. Mm. Okay, those are just bad decisions. Down 18 – First and 10, you max protect and throw the ball up to the uh, San Francisco 49er defender for an interception. All right? Can't happen. <laughs> Can't happen. On these other – hey, listen, if it's a guy there, all right, you've been in the league long enough and you know, hey, I know that we're on a double slant. A lot of times the defender is going to fall off until that second. Yeah. So I need, to, I need to be aware of that, all right? Because you can't say it was a three-step drop and this is where I was supposed to throw it to, so I threw it. Like, nah, we, we making too much that's money for that, one. bro. Yeah, we making too much money for that. Right, yeah. So do I think he can fix it? Yeah. I knew he was going to throw more than 10 this year. <laughs> and he would have had about eight uh, eight or nine at this point. Because, I mean, that's because that's just what it is at this point. Like, that's, he just, he just throwing picks. He's throwing picks, but what we're not seeing is the touchdown ratio, you know what I'm saying, being like it was where it's 30 to 10 mm-hmm. or 35 to 15. Now you're more looking at, you know, some stuff that, that – that, hey, you don't <laughs> want to be a part of. You do not want to be a part rookie, of. Some of, them rookie, some of them rookie quarterbacks that's out there this year, Bryce Young and them type of guys, you're looking at those type of numbers from what Dak is doing. And I think if you're a guy who's looking to get 50 mil, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, uh, Josh Allen, that type of money yeah. – Nah, man, you got you got to be better, especially if they keep bringing in. The, hey, man, what do we need? Weapons, and they just keep bringing them in. Okay, to where you ain't got no excuse. You got to be able to do something. Do I think he can do it? Yeah. Uh, do I have faith that it's gonna get done anytime soon? Nah, I don't. I don't. I I, I got to see something change with the play calling. Yeah, look, you got to see something change with the play calling and decision making as well. I mean, we we just you hit on everything, D Mac. When you looked at it, people were just sitting on these routes. Like, if you both interceptions that happened close to the line of scrimmage, the man was sitting right there both times. He let the guy fall off into the slant, and then the other one, I think it was like a short little zigzag route or whatever, and the guy put his arm out there, and he got a crazy bounce. So, the, mm-hmm. you know, that happened with the interception. But, man, you, you got to see these things. Like, it's just like he's he's going back there, and he's like – it's like he's not – because I've never played a position, but it's like he's not processing it quick enough, and he's seeing, okay, this is where I'm going with the ball, so I'm going to throw it there regardless. On that deep interception, like, it looked like to me – he had it pre-snap in his mind. I'm going to drop back and I'm going to throw this post. Because if you look at it on no tape. No matter what. No matter what. If you look at it on tape, C.D. Lamb's coming up wide open on a dig. So I'm like, he in, in my mind, he said, you know what? One, two, three. If I see a single high safety, one, two, three, four, five, I'm going to launch it. I don't care what's going on. I'm going to launch it. And, and at this point in his career, you would think he would be past those type of mistakes. Um, did, did you see where the safety was at on that play? Yeah, he was on the, hash on the hash toward the, the, the deep ball. It do, yeah, and, and, and the route was run inside the numbers. Yeah, <laughs> so it don't, it don't make no sense for you to be like, my bad, I didn't mean no, to no, cut you good. off, but I'm just like, you looking at it as a quarterback and you say, what's the first thing you do? We trying to look off the safety, see where the safety is at to mm-hmm. then determine where we're going to throw the ball to. You looked to a route that is being run inside the numbers or on the numbers where a safety is sitting on that hash and decided to throw the deep route to that side. It don't make sense. That's essentially a double team. You guys have been in NFL locker rooms before. 
And so, you know, after a loss like this, mm-hmm. everybody might go to your house or you watching it on tablet on the plane. Y'all watching it today as a team. You've watched the game a couple times. Oh, yeah. All right? You in that locker room, do you believe in four? But see, I get, I get what you're Barry, saying right there. Barry, no. Barry, don't do me like that. I get what you're saying right there. But no one in that locker room has the right to point at anybody. Because if you look true, at it, that defense indeed, yeah. was – they can't sit there and be like, hey, man, we, we <laughs> held it down on our side. You know, if War didn't do it, no, nah, everybody out there deserves a big line share of this. Defensively, they got punked and pushed and punched in the mouth and didn't respond. Offensively, they got manhandled in the trenches and outcoached when it comes to playing and scheme-wise. So. I mean, when you're in that locker room, everybody just kind of got to look at the mirror and point at themselves. Like, man, how can I get better? How can I, you know, make this team to be where I, where I think they should be? But, yeah, the Lions sure got to go on for them. Well, you also got to look at this, thing, this, this this game and say at this point of the season, San Francisco's a better team than us. Yeah. I'm, and and it's, it's not even close. Their, their defense is, is better than ours. Their offense is better than ours. Their special teams played better than ours did. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just a, they were a better team at this point of the season. The great thing about the season is, Still got long you know, yeah. you can start off hot like this and then all of a sudden you can hit it. You can hit a wall, mm-hmm. and then you don't continue to get better. That's true. It's week five, one in week six. You still way. have an opportunity, but you got to get a lot better if you're going to try to compete with the teams we still have to play: Eagles, right. mm. Lions, mm. <laughs> Chargers, uh, Rams. Who don't look bad, even though no, <laughs> like, Rams, Hulk, no. Uh, the Seahawks. Like if you want <laughs> to keep this thing competitive throughout the season, yeah, you got to find a way to get better. And if you don't, then you you're looking at you know maybe worse than what Church thought it was yeah, gonna be. <laughs> next, so the next five games for the Dallas Cowboys is a the Chargers, a bye, Rams, Eagles, Giants, and Panthers. <laughs> so so Giants, Panthers. Straight, but but, yeah. but how do you finish the season? No, you oh, fit. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, yeah. That, last, that last little bit is that's real. Because let me just handle this. Let me just deal with this next five, please. I don't even. Those next three is gonna be real. Those next three. Oh yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna be real, man. They're gonna be real. And I think, and, and I think, man, if if you're Dak Prescott, there's a, some soul searching that you got to do because he had man that that first quarter for for the offense was horrible. That was bad. And they, that was horrible. Did not have a first down. Believe they didn't have a first down to the second quarter. Period. It, this is. That was as inept. They couldn't get it done. And the questions about Dak now going into this $60 million against the cap next season, do you pay him more to take that pressure off of the cap? There's so many questions surrounding him. We left here asking the question about, is this a money game for Dak? And if this was a money game for Dak, then – he lost some money. I'll tell you what, the rumblers will start real soon about that that move that was made earlier this year. We see, talked about this. NBC or who who does Sunday Night Football? Chris Collinsworth. Man, yeah. <laughs> they messy. You see how they kept cutting. They kept 15? showing him. They yeah, kept yeah. showing fifteen. I'm like, I'm just, man. see what that. But that's what happens, right? When you yeah, make a move like true. that, and you say, okay, that's well, now true. you got the opportunity to shut the noise up, right? Even though as crazy as it sounds about that being the reason why, if you go out there and you continue to play. Hey man, you, if you end up with more interceptions than you end up with touchdowns, I'm just telling you. Yeah, statistically, <laughs> statistically, he is probably looking at one of his worst years as a professional if it stays on this current trend. Now we've been on Mike, uh, Mike McCarthy. We've been on Dak, but like you said, a lot of the blame has to go yeah. around because defensively, mm-hmm. yeah. I think you got exposed a little bit. I think your scheme got exposed. I think some players up front got exposed. It's a lot of bad tape that's going to come from this. But, man, there's only one way to go but up. 
Jack up from there. Yeah, ain't no other way to go but up. Ain't no because can it get any worse than this? You got just you just got beat by thirty two points. Can did it get worse? Did you see the Denver Broncos and the Miami Dolphins? Absolutely. Mm, Be I careful did. now. Mm, <laughs> ca- mm, you said they you said they took their foot off the gas. Can it get worse? We yeah, playing some really yeah. good teams coming up. Get your stuff together, Dallas Cowboys, mm. or it might. Mm. There you could go. <laughs> ain't only one way to go ahead. Mm. <laughs> you hope so. Mm. I hope so. <laughs> Like I said, today is National Check on the Dallas Cowboy <laughs> Fan Day. And if you know somebody that's a Dallas Cowboy fan, make sure you check on them. Man, this was good. This was yeah. good. I feel a little bit better. I've been down in the dumps. Y'all, y'all, y'all ice cold on this text chain, man, during the game, man. <laughs> I'm going to cut these brothers off, man. It's not good for my mentals, man. It's not. <laughs> y'all, it's not fair. But tomorrow, uh, we'll have we'll be able to form Voltron. Nui will be back. He's oh, on yeah. the plane. Oh, yeah. uh, a lot of questions to ask. Nui was down on the side. Like, so you know, so you know, Nui is going to give us a blow by blow of everything that was happening. He said he had an opportunity to talk to Rodney Harrison too. So uh, a lot of questions to get asked, man. Put your pinky fingers in there, man. We did man. what we did. We'll be back. This the players' lounge. Man is out of pocket today, man. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!